Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning slash afternoon, Slow Lawrence. Pete Donaldson with you on the Luke and Pete Show. I'm joined by... <laughs> I said I was going to do a long intro so that Luke Moore could finish his big January the uh, 4th banana. Uh, he's not managed it just yet. He's bitten off more than he could chew. How much banana did you eat? Because you went, you started... I'm back! You're back! There we go. I've done it. Welcome to the show, Luke. Thanks. How was the banana? It was good. In the banana rating... It's probably a little bit underripe, but I prefer under to over. Oh, really? No, yeah. I prefer over. Nah. But I don't want to. I don't want to avoid all. I want to avoid all the little black patches. Yeah, spider eggs. I don't like the consistency or the texture after it goes past a certain point. I love it when it gets melty. Bananas are really good because they um, they fill you up. Mm. They're not hugely calorific. Yeah. So you feel like I feel like it's probably an exaggeration to say. That it feels like you've had a meal when you've eaten a banana, uh, but it <laughs> but it bananas. feels but it feels like you've had something substantial, almost like when the Snickers used to be a decent size. But do you sometimes sort of um, nature Snickers the banana? Uh, <laughs> yeah. is, there, is there some kind of times where you sort of eat banana and, you sort of, and your stomach goes, "This is a bit strong for this early in the morning, Peter. Stop it." Not with a banana. Nah, no, I can, I can have a banana from. They're from... very potassiumy and kind of they're, nah. they're very violent. There's definitely a good range of foodstuffs that my body will reject before a certain time. Right. The banana is not among them. I put gravy on my banana <laughs> just, to, just to smooth it down. I can have. So when I used to do the Great South Run, which mm. I haven't done for ages, mm. um, it starts pretty early. But you obviously you need to get up early to travel there and stuff. Yeah. And 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 ordinarily you want a good breakfast before mm. you go running for ten miles. Yeah. But I can never really stomach a full breakfast at that point. So, mm. I, but I could always have a banana. Right. Okay. Get a banana down. I'll tell you what. If, if I you... woke you up at three o'clock in the morning, I'd yeah, get a banana down you. Yeah. I was about to say exactly that. If you if you woke me up at four or so three, get a banana down you. Yeah. What's the worst time you could think of in the whole twenty four hour clock to wake up? It'll be f- um, half three. Three fifteen. No, because actually, if you wake up at that point, if the dogs get us up, I, I, I'm like, I'm all right because I'm like, I've still got a substantial amount of sleep. No, but that. To go. But, no, no, but what, that's. But you misunderstand the question. Right. The question is. It's not anyone can get up any time if you know you can go straight back to bed. Again. Mm. I mean, you're up, right? No mucking about. Yeah. So, for example, two's a novelty. You're like, oh my god, I'm not being up this time for a very long time. This is amazing. Two, to, no, two to me feels like I'm on an alien world. <laughs> but you know, you know like, I, I this morning I was up. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. I was up about seven. Mm, you said right. you're up a bit before that, and I went into the kitchen to make a cup of tea and put the radio on. Mm. The great Laura Woods hosting the breakfast show. Do you not wake up your good lady wife um, with with the radio on at that t- at that time? It's in another part of the flat. I mean, it's in I the kitchen. It's your flat. 
but not actually. How loud do you have, have it on? Have it quite quiet. Right, okay. Um, anyway, Laura Woods was, was hosting the breakfast show on TalkSport. Mm. No joke, mm. the last thing I watched on TV the night before was Laura Woods hosting the darts. What? It's she, a wood. I mean, she's a machine. I mean, you've chosen to do that. Is it was it both live? Or both of us. Yeah. Been, oh, okay. Well, both live. Yeah. She must be a rinse. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, absolutely rinse. And um, anyway, I was going to say to you, if pushing Pro Plus through the yielding flesh of a banana she, just to get through. <laughs> yeah, spiking a banana with Pro Plus. <laughs> but listen, I'm telling you now, if you can't go back to sleep. Uh, you wake me up at three, which yeah. I think is the worst time. Yeah, that, yeah, it'd be up there. Pro- about it? that. Yeah, it's in yeah. the threes. Yeah. Maybe the fours. Mm. Fours, I'm going on a flight, so I'm going on a trip, so I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Threes, Peter, what what's has happened? happened? Yeah, yeah, what's happened? Yeah. If you get me up in the fives, I'm okay if it's one one morning. Right. And six onwards is fine, whatever. Mm. But anyway, you woke me up at three. This is a long run up, what I'm about to say. <laughs> this is going to be so underwhelming. You woke me up at quarter past three. Right. I'm telling you, I could eat a banana. Is this how we're starting the. Oh, yeah, we can eat a banana. We can eat a banana. This is how we're starting the What could you eat at quarter past three? Someone said, you've got to get on board. Yesterday's Chinese pizza. No way. I'd, I'd have a good go. Bananas are just a bit too strong. Your my guts stomach, are rotten. My st- Absolutely <laughs> rotten. They are rotten. I had, I had for breakfast, within half an hour of me getting up, I had macaroni cheese. <laughs> Couple of days ago, you know, like in the new year. That's you know, how I'm starting this year. You know, in a nuclear disaster, they helicopter in a big concrete dome. Yeah, and put it over the ceiling. That's, that's your stomach. stomach. That's going <laughs> to start when I finally pass. So you would rather have leftover Chinese at quarter past three in the morning than you would a banana. Uh, it, it feels more like a I'm up in the middle of the night kind of dish, to be honest. Yeah, I'd, I'd be paying for it for the rest of the day. I'm completely sure. But is has your kind of um, have you made any kind of New Year's resolutions when it comes to um, you know getting a bit fitter and stuff? Yeah, I'm, I mean, and not eating Chinese at three o'clock in the morning. So this is a difficult situation because most people will be doing this listening to this show mm. pr- have probably seen me on social media. Right. But believe me when I say I'm not actually adults. that unfit. <laughs> like, I know I don't look great, right. but I'm not actually that unfit. For no. example, I yeah. ran, I did a 10K run on the morning of New Year's Day. I mean, that, yeah, that, that seems like, bearing in mind, like, I can't walk up the stairs though, being out of breath. It just seems like moon talk. You've got to build up to it. So, so I, think, mm. I think what I tend to do these days is I give myself a little break. So for the two weeks leading up to when we broke up from work for Christmas, the mm. so 23rd or whatever it was, I was very, very strict mm. on what I ate, how much I ate, and all that stuff. Mm. And then for the two weeks over Christmas, ending today, mm. I've just been quite laissez-faire about it. Yeah. And now I'll go back into my normal routine, which is not like, not, not like properly virulently monitoring my calorie intake, but like staying across it. We were talking about um, cal- calorific uh, content of uh, pickled onions on WhatsApp. Yeah, very low. I'm just always surprised. I mean, there's a lot of sugar in there. They're not good for you, but... They're very, very low when yeah. it comes to calories. I could consist, I could subsist on uh, a diet of, um, of bananas and and and, and uh, pickled onions. onions or something. I mean, I would stink. I would absolutely stink. It's possibly the most gothic thing you've ever said. <laughs> and, then I'd, and then I'd put the, uh, the, 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 the pickling vinegar uh, in uh, with whiskey. Yeah, it's almost like your life is um, the nightmare before Christmas. <laughs> but you know, you know, do you know something? The, there's a lot of things that you can eat that aren't actually even worth typing in the calorie content into your app. Because right. I've got an app, right? Right, so, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, right. And cherry tomatoes, you could eat 100 of them. Could you? Oh, mate. Oh, I've, I've tried that. 
Straight from the fridge, though. Bit, bit much Very, in the teeth. Yeah, too much in the teeth Ooh, when you get to our age. Too cold. But I, I like pickled onions. But you also got to remember why it's really important to have a balanced diet and all that type of stuff. And obviously, I'm not a, uh, a doctor so or a nutritionist. But calories are just the calories, right? So yeah. if you take on board more calories than you burn off in a day, mm-hmm. you're going to put on weight. Mm-hmm. And the opposite, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. A, a, a pickled onion is like six calories. Yeah. You ain't going to get fat eating pickled onions, mate. If there was a way of... If there was a way of um, a, um, d- uh, not destroying my teeth with the vinegar yeah. uh, from pickled onions and also the blow-offs that continue yeah. throughout the day after pickled onions and the stench of onion. Are they the worst, blo- <laughs> are they the worst blow-off food for oh, you? Oh, they're massive blow-off they? food for me. Yeah, big, big blow-off food for me. Um, so, yeah, uh, if I could somehow, if we could make, if we could engineer, like these boffins have sorted the vaccines. Yeah. Get on making a fartless pickled onion, please. I'm pleased that you use boffins. Yeah. Don't, we don't <laughs> hear it enough. Did you used to say boff at school? Uh, boff for farting. You no, no, that's, that's short boff. for boffin. No. Oh, he's a boff. I remember, was it, Ke- oh, is it Ben the Boffin on, uh, who used to do the video game reviews on yeah. Big Breakfast? Yeah, it what was. What about Ben the Boffin? I watched a, I'm going to say this. Um, right. Yeah, you're going you're to be taking, no pleasure in you're it. You're going to be taken aback. Right. But I'm telling you, over, when was it? It was a weekend, possibly in November. Right. I got sucked into a vortex yeah. where I watched almost the entirety of an episode of The Big Breakfast on YouTube. <laughs> but the adverts and everything were taken out. Right. So it wasn't as long as you'd, as you'd think. Mm. And it was dated. Yeah. And a bit cringe. Exc- exciting though. But it was exciting. Yeah. The pace of it was very, very enjoyable. Mm. It was like all bets are off. It wasn't as staid and as basic and as and as slow as the ones on, on ITV. It was a real appointment to watch for a lot of kids. But I imagine the viewership just didn't really pull a needle at any point to, towards any of the big ones, the BBC ones and the, no, but the, the Pebble Mills. But, but, the, but that's... But that, pebble, was day, that was midday. Yeah, you're talking yeah. mid-morning, right? Mm. Um but but the rationale for the big breakfast was was pretty sound, right? It right. was like there's a whole generation of people who just don't watch breakfast television, don't give a shit about the BBC news and the, at the breakfast time. Mm. Let's do give them something a bit different. I was trying to explain the career of Chris Evans, right, to my wife. Mm. Obviously, as I always say, she's not from this country. The Ryan Seacrest of, <laughs> yeah. of England, but obviously she knows Chris Evans as being what is, what's his name, uh, Captain America. Got a soldier out. Different one. Got his, got his willy out recently. Did he? Yeah, he did. did he? he posted a picture of himself on uh, Why? On Twitter. On he Instagram. cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> he beat, he did glitched out of his trousers. Um, I believe he was posting something on Instagram and he didn't crop out the camera roll at the bottom uh, and his little, little little dinkle donkey. How can you be so bad at that well, now? Yeah. Always crop an image. I know, right? Do you always crop an image? Well, you sent me a picture of uh, uh, of someone we know with, with Ian Botham's willy. Pierced onto their nose. <laughs> you did, you did the made, Photoshop that I made. Yeah, you made yeah. it. I, that's beyond my skill set. <laughs> but I found it in my. Um, There's the yeah. the greyness of that picture. It's like a grey, blue, red kind of hue of that penis. I could recognise if you hid that. Uh, where's Wally? But instead of Wally, it was Ian Botham's penis yeah. that he accidentally tweeted that time. What are you thinking? Yeah. Um, like I, I think that uh, I think I could pick that out of a crowd. I you, go, there, there it is. That's Ian Botham's penis. Do you reckon out, you of, could, out of a load of penises? It's very distinctive. It is. And you yeah. spent a lot of time busty, um, <laughs> cut out to all the parts of it. Cropping out, if, yeah. if I gave you a a, a, a big say, I'm going to say a wall chart, an a one size, one size wall chart, a hundred penises. penises, I could spot Ian Botham's. Would you spot it before you Little spotted your own? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd hope they'd be touching. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be very nice. So you reckon you could spot Ian Botham's penis yeah. in a hundred penises? Yeah. And and look, if anyone's been furloughed and they've got a bit of time on their hands, <laughs> I'll happily play that game. I'll take that bet. 
I think that would that would cross the line for my wife. What do you mean? If, if, you if came I was in doing and went, that, <laughs> I'm doing some important work in here. <laughs> like Decker in uh, Blade Runner. Enhance. Yeah. Enhance. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say now, but anyway, oh. what was I going to say? Oh, cropping of images. Yes. So sometimes oh. our listeners should know that, um, so quite regularly, if I'm sat around doing nothing of an evening and mm. I'm just winding down after a day's hard, hard labour, right. I will sometimes just send you a photo of myself. Yeah. Of me, yeah. myself doing like a stupid pose. You were something. topless in the last one. Was don't I? get to see don't get to see it very often. Are you wearing like an old man vest? Oh, that's possible, yeah. That's possible. <laughs> but yeah, and you always send me one back. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah it's nice, things, nice to know. Things we do. But um you haven't sent around a picture of me with Ian Botham's penis on my face yet. I've not, no. That's, that's which is which is to your credit. Something to look um, forward to. What what's been happening in the news? So I read um over the weekend that a load of families got trapped in the snow in the Peak District. Oh right, yeah. Because of um because it's, well, I guess because it admin. C- came down. Well, no, the thing is, well, look, first of all, they shouldn't be out and, out and about, I don't yeah. think. I think that some government um, spokesman or some police officer, I mean, listen, the government spokesperson's got a fucking cheek, mm. but some police officer said, look, it's disappointing because they're not supposed to be out. 22 people apparently got rescued, including a two-year-old child. No, oh, that's not ideal, is it? But the weather came down fast. Right. The notorious Snake Pass in the Peak District, right. which apparently is is very, very... It's just legendary for how quickly the weather can change. They got caught... Um, the A57 is. I think it's known as the Snake Pass. Mm. They got caught in their cars as the snow started piling down on them. Is it called the Snake Pass because it's shaped like a snake or it's as duplicitous as a snake? It's because it went... Oh, good point. Pro, I, watched, I, 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 watched, was, I watched Indiana Jones yesterday. So I'm, I'm, Did you? I'm very... Uh, I watched very all of them over Christmas. Yeah, good. Uh, Indiana Jones and the... Ooh, what was the first one? Can't uh, remember it. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. There we go. It's actually just called Raiders of the Lost Ark the first one, isn't it? Oh, it's not even called Indiana Jones. I don't Jones. think so. Right, okay. Did you, I, I don't recognise Crystal Skull. <laughs> it's part of the I don't observe it. Get in the fridge. Get no. in the fridge. He is a beautiful man. I, I continues to be a beautiful man. I think that I'm going to put this out there, and if people want to disagree, they're welcome to get in touch. Hello at lukeandpeacher.com. I don't think you'll find a better specimen of human being <laughs> than Harrison Ford in the first first result. Yeah, when well, he's movie. got his shirt off, when he's oh uh, he's God. been he's been he's been damaged. He just looks ridiculous. Yeah. So, some people on screen, they look so ridiculous that you think. This would never happen. <laughs> this would never happen because people would, the first thing people would say would be like, fucking hell, you look amazing. And it's, right. and, and it's definitely the case with Harrison Ford in Indiana Jones. Yeah. Well, do you remember um, oh, who played Princess Leia? Um, oh, Carrie. Carrie Fisher. Fisher yeah. Carrie Fisher, uh, she, before she died, like weeks before she died, she just sort of went, yeah, I fucked him in his prime and then just died. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> an amazing flex. True? Yeah, an amazing flex. I, I fucked him in his prime, an amazing flex, and then just went. I mean, wow. What a, what a what a what a what a treat that woman was. I don't think a man like Harrison Ford at that level, <laughs> that level of attractiveness, because so there was a, so I'm looking at Harrison Ford's um, details now. <laughs> details. There was a period Digits. of time between 1979 and 1983 where he wasn't married. Right. right? Okay. So the four mm. years where he wasn't married, and at that point he was the age 23 through to 27. Yeah. So when he does Indiana Jones, he's a bit older than that, I think. Yeah. Isn't it? Wasn't he like a kind of a, a carpenter or something? Imagine him in your house. Get yeah. out! Oh no, actually, that, out. That, that's, that's peak. That's peak Harrison Ford because right. that's what he's doing. The um, <laughs> that's what he did. Raising the Lost Art, eighty-one. Wow. So, I mean, he is four years single. <laughs> I don't need to say it, do I? I don't need to say it. Some 
women have had the possibly men have had the best they'll ever have. <laughs> I would say. Yeah. <laughs> and and how do you feel about that, Pete? Have some people had the best they've ever you're ever going to be? No, I, I think that um, I think there's been some real shower conversations with themselves. After, uh, like, but is your best days, days afterwards? Sort of going, what was that about? No, but is your best still to come? Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Probably not. Probably no, not. Mine is neither. Chef this way. Um, yeah, I also watch Ghost as well. Patrick Swayze again, another spunk. Doesn't appeal to me watching that again. No, some movies yeah, right. you look at and you think, yeah, I'd love to see that again. I get very teary at the end. I watched a lot of like naff films, good films, bad films. I watched a film called The Gift. With uh, with uh, had a, quite a lot of kind of um, weird actors in it. The the director um, who produced it also um, featured in it as well. And that 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 was that's worth a watch on the old uh, Amazon Prime. You've also got a little bit of uh, I watched Wonder Woman for the first time. That's good. Didn't rate it. Didn't rate it. Didn't, I liked didn't, it. Wasn't it. Up there. Yeah. I tell you what I would say about Wonder Woman is that the final act isn't very good. And the, and David Thewlis, who I like as an actor, right. He's not a very convincing bad guy. In it. Oh, really? Nah. He always plays very good. He was very good in Fargo. Oh, yeah, but in that kind of weird, darker, intimate, mm. more kind of setting, he's brilliant. Mm. He's brilliant in loads of stuff. I yeah. just didn't think he was very good in that. I watched The Orient Express. That was a lot of shite, yeah. even though it had the best cast in the world and plenty of chances to make it all right. They just pulled the rug from everyone, kind of forgetting what was so charming about the Miss Marple and, and yeah. Quarrel kind of that stuff. That can happen, can't it? Like, they just sort of went... Oh, we can't think of word. Let's just pull it out. It was I'm, everyone. All about all, automatically now. I'm thinking it was the policeman. You know, don't do that. It don't wasn't. Do that. That's the classic. Yeah, it might be mousetrap thing, isn't it? It was the policeman. But the mousetrap it changes every night, doesn't it? Uh, no, no, it's it's the policeman. Oh, I thought the mousetrap. I thought the whole point of the mousetrap yeah. was every night they change it. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be. That's a much better idea. Exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. But straight away, Pete, I'm thinking it's all about cinematic universe crossovers now. Mm. Prime Indiana Jones, yeah, living on that island in Wonder Woman where it's just women. <laughs> Look, if you don't do it, some poor production company will. will. Somebody will. I mean, yeah. it would just be endless. My word, absolutely endless. Wonderful. And then, and then, and then at the start of Wonder Woman, Pete, where, yep. the, where the where Chris is it Chris Pine? Uh, he turns up yep. in the in the yep. in the plane. Mm -hmm. Rather than Wonder Woman swimming out and rescuing him, yeah, um, Harrison Ford just instantly just kills him. <laughs> Good. Not as handsome as me. This is my patch. This is my <laughs> Find your own island full of women. <laughs> you little fucker. <laughs> Mr. Let him drown. He was Captain Kirk. Was he Captain Kirk? Yes, he yeah, was. He was yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't warm to the start the new Star Trek ones. No, I didn't warm to them. No. Um, anyway, at one point we were talking about people getting stuck in the snow. Mm. I was actually going to ask you, Pete. Would you be if you were stuck in a serious? Amount of snow, yeah. Because I look at this TV, I look at this web page with this news story on it, and I'm just embarrassed at the lack of snow involved. Aye. If you were stuck properly, like sometimes happens in China or in some parts of the US, where you got to batten down the hatches with one other person for a couple of days before mm. you get rescued, like Pine Barrens, that legendary episode of The Sopranos. Yeah. Would you be a good companion or a bad one? I um. I'd be I'd be a pretty bad one, and to be honest, I like to think that I would have got us into this situation in the first place. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was navigation. Get, I said I put I I I, I um, was trying to maintain uh, my partner's car, uh, and I put and I, I and I forgot to I, I went to fill up the uh, antifreeze slash yeah. coolant in the engine. Um, forgot to um, put the lid back on the actual um, container that they put it in, and uh, oh, that caused problems. Yeah. Oh, the car didn't know like that. I don't even know. I, 
had to Google. Involved. I had to Google blown head gaskets. I was fearful that I'd created that kind of problem. I took off the lid when it was when the engine was hot and it. If I going all over the place, I was like, "Wow!" If like, I was walking back towards my car mm, and the bonnet was open and I saw and you, I saw under you. It, I'd put you straight in the headlock. I am good at computers, so I said, "What is <laughs> well, what is it if not a hundred-year-old um, gas-based computer?" You're like with computers, like um, George Galloway is to conversations. So you take it to a certain level, <laughs> right. and then you just start using language that no one understands, yeah, okay. and so then everyone just backs off. Right? Okay. Is that fair? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Fine. I liked. I like. I enjoyed being useful and then very not useful. What in the car? I like going. I will maintain this car. I will. I will figure this out because a lot of a lot of car drivers. I'm very surprised. They don't really know how to maintain their car. They don't know what levels are. They're... I'm the same. Yeah, but do you not know? Like you got to keep all the levels up. Well, no, we've talked about this before. The, how many? How, how often do you pump up the tires? Uh, well, the thing is, the car I've got, you've got a regular service plan. So it's done You've for you. You've got to pump up your tyres, aren't you? What if you're heavily laden? You need to pump them but, up higher. I, I just and yes, I have recently done my theory. I'm sorry. Test. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, though. But <laughs> let's, let's just take this back to the real world. Peter right? can't drive. People who th- <laughs> know about cars do not approach you and say, you've got to pump up your tyres. No one says you that. You do. It's the sort of thing people who don't know about cars say. Police quest one, two and three. If you refuse to get into your car in your, in your panda car without kicking the tyres and checking that the tyres are at the decent pressure, you would fail the game. You'd, like, be, you'd be... Nah. Daryl Daryl uh, Woods. I think it's Daryl Woods. would be telling you <laughs> I off. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Oh, the, the problematic Gates. police officer. Daryl yeah. Gates, the problematic police officer, would be telling you off and you would fail the game. I th- it's like going up to someone saying you're going to fix their computer and say, who does your mouse, Matt? It's a <laughs> relevant... No. The tire- is the most important thing in the car. Is it? Next to engine. <laughs> <laughs> Which you also know nothing about. Anyway, you'd be a terrible companion in a snow drifted pass. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Yes, because I would have uh, blown you're... the head gasket. But you always carry top trumps on you, don't you? <laughs> I like a game of cards, but I don't. But someone teaches me the card game, and then the next time we play it, I have forgotten all of the rules. Yeah, and they get very angry at I'm me. I'm the same at that. I, 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 don't th- <laughs> I don't think I've played any kind of card game for such a long time. I don't mm. know if I'd know any of the rules. And it used to be all the rage. We used to play this game called Shithead at university. Yes, I remember Shithead. Yeah, 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 yeah. and you could get really drunk on it. It'd be lots of fun. I couldn't tell you to play it now. No, and and, and the only card game I used to know how to play it was um, strip poker on the Spectrum. So. That was, was that a game on the spectrum? Yeah, there was loads of dirty little games boobies? on the spectrum. But boobies and downstairs boobies. Downstairs? Downstairs. What, what bollocks? Singular boobies. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, yeah. you play strip poker on the spectrum and you'd, you'd be treated to a pixelated well, yeah, chest on, potato. On the, you? on the Amstrad, a little digitised picture of a lady. Yeah. Sam Fox Strip Poker, that was a famous one, wasn't it? Oh. But that was how I learnt to play a very specific kind of poker by myself so if you win, as a teenager. If you win the hand... The pixelated lady takes a light of clothing off. No, if you um, if if she goes bust, if you if if she's got two hundred dollars and I take, you can't all that go bust in poker. What you can't go? Well, bust she goes twenty one. Well, she goes. Well, no, she hasn't. She got no. As in, she loses all of her money. Right, and then she takes off a part of her clothing. Is this problematic? What do you mean? Is it problematic? Are you extorting women to take their clothes off on the spectrum? It's a video. It was a video <laughs> game that I played when I was a teenager. Uh, what about if you prefer looking at a man rather than a lady? I don't think there was that option because, it's quite frankly, yeah, exactly. It was the eighties. Yeah, yeah. Mary Whitehouse would have had her hair off because she'd lost two hundred dollars. <laughs> She was involved. <laughs> right, let's have a break. When we come back, we'll do some of your emails and talk a bit more nonsense. Uh, this is the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Luke Moore. He's Pete Donaldson. If you want to spend the time in the ad break getting an email into us, it's hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. We are at Luke and Pete Show on Twitter. We'll see you in a minute. It's that time of the year. 
Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This week on Stakhanov... Over on the Luke and Pete show, we've been discussing our usual nonsense from Disney princesses to fizzy lagers and a whole load more. Here's a taster of what's been on the show. For some reason, our little recording system has got this piece of music installed in it. I think it's uh, incidental music in a sex ed uh, BBC Two um, 10 a.m. kind of job. No way! It is! It's too groovy! It's too groovy! Yeah, it's just like, uh, now on BBC Two, <laughs> sex and your child. <laughs> Meanwhile, over on WrestleMe, we've been doing the 12 days of WrestleMemus, which you can find on our Patreon or your favourite podcast player. That's why also America is, like, leading the world in serial killers, you know, because they have room. They have room, room they have to dismantle. <laughs> <laughs> to dismember, dismantle, dismember, to stuff yes. to make marionettes. Mm-hmm. Um, over here, very difficult to be a serial killer. I would knock into things. I get blood everywhere. But there's always some nosy beak, isn't there? <laughs> Someone sticking their nose in where yeah. it doesn't belong. All that and more at Stakhanov. Of course, Luke, you didn't have to actually win at poker. You could just swap around the the, the, the image files on the floppy disk if you were clever. <sighs> See? Are we back on? Yeah, hey, we this are. This is Luke sure. uh, It's time to read out some bloody emails. Luke, have you got an email for us? I have. This one is probably outside of the Christmas window. Right. But I'm going to give it a little pass. The because advent it's, window. It's a great email, mm. so I'm going to read it anyway. It is a Christmas-themed one. but you it get a tree up? Yes. Then we're still allowed to read it. My wife refuses to take it down. Good. Yeah. I, I thought I'm going to give it another week or so, definitely. Yeah, I think we're probably going to go to the end of Jan. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm 
I'm game for a bit of that, to be honest. Yeah, high level summit above my pay grade, but the decision was passed down. So the, st- the problem with trying to get fit as well in January is there's still leftover food from Christmas. There's so much tat in our house. Yeah, so much cat. But the trick to not not to um, not to be boring about it, but the trick is you can still eat all that food. Just don't eat it all in one go. In it. What did you fucking? Sorry, um, I'll, Dan's I'll, I'll been in touch. All of it. If I'll eat all my <laughs> Haribo straws. That's not a Christmas food. No. There's no place for Haribo at Christmas. The, the problem with having a reputation as, as someone with a sweet tooth is that everyone buys you sweets over Christmas. Well, how's that a problem? Because you've got to eat them like food. What's the most of have, have, have you gone through two packets of Haribo in one day? Oh, mate, more than that. More than that. Really? All drums of quality straight. I'm disgusting. How, what's Dead, at 50. What? Dead at 50. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, that was charming and quite quite risque when you were 27 and yeah, saying that. Now it's like... You're oh, 40 oh. in April. Yeah. Oh, I tried a new kind of Viennetta over Christmas. Oh, no. They do a salted caramel one. It's quite nice. Also a pound at Iceland, is it? It's it's very affordable. Very yeah. affordable. But yeah, good. I enjoyed it. You were honestly arguing last time we were in the studio together that Viennettas weren't that bad for you. Viennetta with Bailey's on it. Because it's all crap. It is. It, well, it's all... Well, it's all... What do you mean? As in... Yeah, it's all chemicals, isn't it? It's all chemicals. Not, but I, it's, I not, don't, it's very processed, let's say. I don't think it's... Um, it's only it's good for you, mate. No, it's not definitely not good for you. I mean, they try and say there's seven servings going to I've got two out of it. Outrageous. Yeah, two. <laughs> yeah the serving size is pro- problematic, though, isn't it? <laughs> seven. Have a word with yourselves. So you've got you've got 120 calories per, per 100 grams. Oh, right, okay. And That's, it's 650 I, grams. I'm surprised it's even that heavy, to be honest. One Viennetta. Yeah. Mm. So you're looking at probably, I don't know, I don't know, maybe rudimentary mass, maybe about 900-odd calories. People have done it. Sumo wrestlers do it. People in this Rowers room. Do it. People in this room have done it. Um, email from Dan. Anyway, hi Dan. He says, "Lads, um, just been catching up on your episodes before Christmas and heard the story about the mother not going to a nativity play because her kid was a tree." Do you remember that, Peter? <laughs> yes, I do. It was so cruel. Um, well, Dan says, "This year, my three-year-old point blank refused to be a shepherd in his nursery nativity because he wanted to be a worm." Oh, he subsequently dressed up, not very wormy. I think it was a donkey costume adapted to suit <laughs> and threw himself into the nativity with gusto. He's credited at the end of the DVD we got as Christmas worm. And I've never <laughs> been prouder of him for standing his ground. Lots of love, Dan. Uh, I like that. Yeah. That's a story. When he's older, that kid, he's going to be interesting. I, I, I think that's a lovely um, bit of um, uh, supporting someone who's got a dream yeah. by the teachers as well, allowing them to be, allowing them to be a Christmas worm. I'd probably, I mean, I'd probably just tell him he was a worm, make him do shepherd thing. <laughs> three. Uh, anyway, thanks for that, fantastic. Dan. Lovely old job. Uh, got an email from who we got? Uh, Connor T. Uh, you put this email down, but I'm stealing it because I also had it. A policeman with credentials uh, gets in touch. You were asking a little earlier on uh, in in our run uh, this Christmas season uh, whether having sex in the street is illegal, and it's yeah. uh, we found out that it isn't. Uh, speaking of some of your nights out trying to get Marcus to drink Bailey's, reminded me of a night out with the four of you ramblers and the incredible <coughs> Doc Brown in Hive, Edinburgh, following your live show in 2015. Good night out. Do you remember it? Good night out. Yeah, I remember. Good night out. I don't remember Hive. I, I remember... remember not being able to get into a couple of places because there was a queue. Um, yeah. Remember queues for yeah, stuff. Oh, blimey. Yeah. Far too many Jaeger, Jaeger bombs and maybe glitter bombs were consumed as we kept buying rounds of them. And since Marcus doesn't drink, there were plenty of spares for Pete and you to knock back. Uh, see the attached picture of uh, Boozy Pete and me doing a fucking stupid pout. <laughs> <laughs> I look back and cringe thinking I was probably very annoying back then but from multiple blurry photos it seemed fun and apologies if I was an irritation I really enjoyed that uh, trip, no so listen apology accepted fine. but you were a fucking disgrace Connor yeah uh, 
<laughs> anyway, I'm now working as a detective, so watch yourself. I'll retract that. Yeah. <laughs> having been in the police since 2013 and can confirm sex in public is indeed illegal. Huh. The offences would either be exposure, getting the genitals out, intending to be seen and cause someone else harassment, alarm or distress, or all three. Can, can, uh, it, I mean, can, can it be... Yeah, are you, are you, you're not intending to, for them to be seen. Are you har- in, 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 if anything, you're trying to hide them on the male part. So just just by getting the old chap out, yeah, being seen with your old chap out is harassment. Yeah, huh. yeah. it worries me because I've you know I've 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 done that okay. with, with male friends out uh, or outraging public decency, a common law offence meaning committing an act of lewd, obscene, and disgusting. I, spo- I suppose it makes perfect sense because if you if you're one of those people who goes around flashing, that's harassment. Right? That's harassment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that, yeah, yeah that, that's sense. is yeah. that a sexual? Oh, yeah, um, it, yeah. It's a, it's a if you're outraging public decency in a public place where at least two members of the public have witnessed it. Why is that the cut off? Corroborating the witnesses. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which way was it? Remember the um, Rebecca Lou's sort of trial where it's like it's got a distinctive bend to the left or the right. Oh, a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um, I will try and recall uh, some of the more amusing uh, circumstances that have happened upon in my line of work over the past few years and share if I am at all able to. Uh, the last part of the actual situation, the, the, the public place where at least two members of the public have witnessed it, is kind of the sticking point. And I'm generally aware of colleagues who have come across, pardon the pun, this kind of behaviour on the night shift um, as it meanders around, dealing with it by causing as much embarrassment as possible for the copulating couple and then moving them on with words of advice. Words of advice? Like what? Do it a bit harder? Uh, what, like kind of like rating them? Words of advice. What you want to do? It's a, <laughs> a book of the calm sutra. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, cheers. And I hope you managed to be okay with the late notice tier four Christmases. Always good to check on in, in on everyone. The listeners will always be here for you. If it's tough, oh, honour nice, tea is nice. nice. Community policing on yeah. the look and feature. Yeah, thanks, Connor. That's good. As, as the man, as the copper who um, found the uh, Yorkshire Ripper on that Netflix documentary. Very polished documentary about the Yorkshire Is it good? Just good coppering. It's just good coppering. Is that what you said? Yeah. Just I mean, they down. dropped a lot of balls in that, is and it? then it just came around to a, a Bobby on the Beat, just uh, sort of found him. Is it a good documentary, that? It's for, for you know of him, and like I, I'm certainly more interested in, in the maniac that was We Aside Jack, to be quite frank, but it is an interesting uh, little kind of vision of, uh, of England in... Past times, Who's amazing Jack footage. Again? He was the bloke who pretended he was the Ripper, uh, and it focused all of the police uh, police's um, uh, attention towards someone coming mm-hmm. from Wearside and stuff. And so they they got all these experts in and stuff, and the and the the hapless detectives in in the Yorkshire uh, branch were obviously focused on on this guy being from Wearside, and he wasn't. He's was from uh, Yorkshire, I believe. Yeah, because <clears throat> Jonathan Wilson, friend of ours and mm. uh, frequent collaborator, was Wearside Jack. No, he, his dad was his dad was questioned mm. um, as suspected of being the Yorkshire Ripper because of the um, Wearside connection. They were hunting a Wearside accent, yeah. a beard, and some some kind of jacket. Right, okay. and and at one point the um, the manhunt was so large. Mm. I mean, there's so many resources. They were just basically talking to everyone who fitted that basically, right. um, which is kind of mad to think of. Yeah. But that documentary is good, is it? Mm, yeah, really, really interesting. I really, do like really it. I do enjoy a true crime documentary, but I've, I've, as I've said to you before, I find it. I get a bit queasy the amount of stuff that's on TV about people who've just killed women. It's, yeah, it's, it become it become a bit. Remember we talked about it when when Zac Efron started playing. Uh, what's his name? Mm. Um, Bundy, I want to say Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah. it's mm. it's. A, I mean, it's a bit much. It's a bit. It glam- is a bit, it's a bit much, glamorous for but... my taste. <laughs> well, it. it... 
He was kind of a glamorous murderer, wasn't he? He was kind of like this good-looking kind of like women wanted him, and he was he, he was a bit of a he was a bit of a pinup when he was in court for murdering a right. lot of fucking women. Right, incredible, uh, yeah. incredible, and just to st- again stories of bungling. Uh, well, a, a, a police force a system that, that wasn't really didn't really fit the fit, fit fit the crime of the day because they didn't communicate across state lines yeah. and stuff, and you could just murder across state line, murder across state line, murder, right. and just keep on going. Like in the Wild West where you could just commit a crime and go to the next town, baby. Damn right, baby. Yeah. Mm. Opposite to you then, Ted Bundy, because you're not a pin-up, but also you haven't killed anyone. No, true. So, <laughs> so exactly. Swings around yeah, about, yeah, yeah. isn't it? Um, let's get out of here, Peter. Mm. That's about enough time for this, um, this episode. Um, we will be back on Thursday with another edition of this nonsense. As I said just before the break, hello at LukeandPeteShow.com to get in touch. Mm. We are at Luke and Pete Show on the Twitter as well. This is a Stakhanov production. Thank you very <laughs> much. Someone does that at the pizza. end, mate. You'd have to do that. Oh, yeah, they do, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Natalie Wilson for the edit mm. and the production skills. And shout out to you lot for listening. We'll see you on Thursday. Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye, Peter. That's a goodbye from me as well. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. 